Hey, I'm Roger. I'm Christina. And I'm Justin. And we, we are, are Tulsa, Tulsa Music. Music. Yeah, we're sitting at a green light. Yeah, and I don't see no stop sign. Yeah, you know we're not waiting for you. All right, so let's get it tonight. Yeah, we're limited to confines that we create with our This is going to be our first podcast to kick things off on the podcast side of uh, We Are Tulsa Music Project stuff. Yeah, so, okay, so how are we going to get started? What do you... I think first what we should do is explain what We Are Tulsa Music actually is. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Um, Of course, I didn't think of the name We Are Tulsa Music. I've tried to tell anybody that before. I can't take credit for that. It's a great name. Uh, But it actually didn't start off with me. It started off a few years ago with a few different musicians who were posting things to uh, like Instagram and Twitter where you use hashtags a lot. And they were using a hashtag, uh, We Are Tulsa Music, and the idea was that anybody in town who was playing anywhere, whether it was South Tulsa or Bixby, Owasso, North Tulsa, wherever you were, could use this hashtag to try to unify people and start a trend. Uh, You know, the more times you tag something on, like, Twitter or uh, Instagram, it starts trending, right? Mm -hmm. So their thought was, if we all post... Under hashtag We Are Tulsa Music, when we're doing shows or just anytime we put band pictures on Instagram, maybe we can get this to trend. That was the original idea behind it. And the people, some of the people who were, you know, the kind of pioneers on the name were uh, guys like Jason Ford from Skytown, uh, CJ McClellan from Grind, Felicia Andrews uh, with Sovereign Dame, and there's a there's a few others. Those are just the top three that come to mind when I think about it. Especially Jason Ford. He was the one I asked. When we started the whole We Are Tulsa Music website and all that, if it was cool if we used it, just because I liked the I liked the idea, it sounded very unifying. So it started off with a hashtag, and then where you kind of took it from there, and what did you do with it from there? Okay, yeah. So um, I think actually, yeah, that hashtag uh, Skytown was giving out some bags at one of their shows, and I saw that hashtag on there, hashtag We Are Tulsa Music on the side of it. And so I went up and asked Jason what it was all about. That's when he told me the story about Instagram and all that. And so I took it home, and I had been thinking about doing a website in Tulsa anyways after being back here for a little while uh, about music journalism, basically. We'll take pictures at shows, do show reviews, do album reviews, anything that had to do with local music we were going to try to put on our website. And so I got together with my friend Michael Meacham. Uh, he helped me start doing that. We started writing a few articles I was taking pictures, he was proofreading everything and making his own articles as well. And so I went up to Jason Ford and asked him, hey, I was like, can we use the uh, name We Are Tulsa Music as our website name? It just it seems really good. He was like, oh, we don't care, the whole point was to share it. So that's when uh, we bought the domain main, wearetulsamusic.com. We started throwing some uh, articles up there, we did some show reviews, uh, we did a big month-long show review of uh, the Battle of the Bands at... Badass Renee's. It used to be Billy and Renee's when mm-hmm. that happened in 2016. And uh, we just started building the website up from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's so many Tulsa bands that a lot of people don't know about. And especially outsiders don't even know that Tulsa, Oklahoma probably has a music scene or that big of a music scene. So it seems like there's a few places out there that do reviews and articles on local bands. And they've been even been going to like morning news stations and playing songs. But there's not really a platform for 
there is for promoting shows and stuff, I guess, in Facebook groups, but there's not really a, a platform like this that can show people the music of the local mu- of the local scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we've done a lot of different things with the site over the last three years. Uh, we've always kept the blog up on the front page, so the first thing you see are the articles and the pictures and stuff like that. And this is wearetulsamusic.com? Yes, yeah, yeah, wearetulsamusic.com. At one point, we actually had an events section on there, too, which was a combination of me checking out like the Tulsa Voices events, uh, Kurt's List, everything you can find on Facebook, uh, every site that I could scour. And for the most part, it wasn't too hard to upkeep. I could do my weekly ones, like all the jams and stuff that people did on the same day, same time every week. But it became so, uh, so much of a burden because I would have 200 events a week but I'd have to go in and find the next week's events yeah. as soon as I was done, basically. It's a lot to keep track of. Yeah, and I mean, that's a good thing, though. Um, oh, yeah. Because that means there's literally 200 things going on in Tulsa over the course of a week that you could have went to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a lot to keep up with, so we finally nixed that from the website at some point. Um, thinking about doing it again someday, but uh, I'll probably have to pay somebody to do that job. It was it was rough. Really time-consuming. Yeah. So we've basically stuck with the uh, kind of trying to cover as much as we can about you know music and stuff like that. Um, we've done some collaborations with some other people in town too. Starcatcher magazine has helped us out a few times over on WeWereTulsaMusic.com with doing like uh, some coverage of events for us, and uh, we'll just share their link on the website saying you know you should go to their website and read it. But here's an article. So it kind of started with uh, just this idea, turned into a hashtag, and then you turned it into a website where you put articles and upcoming shows and stuff. And then after that, it turned into 2017 or 2018 was the first annual Tulsa Music Awards. Yeah, 2017 2017. was when the idea started. Mm -hmm. Um, So I noticed that we didn't have any awards here anymore just for musicians. You had the, the Voices Awards and the Best at Tulsa, but none of those really focused specifically on musicians. They had stuff like Best Philly Cheesesteak in Town and Best <laughs> you know best Place to Drink uh, Whenever You're Already Drunk in Town. Um, and those are fun <laughs> awards too, but uh, there wasn't anything that was just specifically for our musicians. Right. And so I got talking to uh, Ryan Paquette over at Mugen Music, um, because I'd seen him throw a few shows like Green Country Fest and a few other big hip-hop shows and some, you know, had the rock and stuff in there too. But it seemed like he had his, uh, his stuff together with getting big shows put together. And so I came to him with the idea at first of let's just do an online voting thing. Uh, that was like in August of 2017. I said, let's, uh, let's just get together and do an online vote. He said, well, dude, if you're going to do an awards, let's not do it sloppy. Let's not make it look like a, you know, a shit show. Let's give people something to actually look forward to. Yeah. You know, you don't want to give everybody like a fake diploma right. at the end of it, yeah. you know, a little certificate or slip. He's like, let's get real awards. Let's get a real show together. Let's find a venue and let's do it for real. And so I said, okay, let's do that then. Let's do it your way. Yeah, and for you guys never having done that before, it turned out pretty successful. The first year was freaking packed. I would say packed. so. Yeah, yeah, the first year was great. Um, I was really, I mean, it was. we were both kind of blown away by it. Um, I'm sure people thought we came out with a lot of money after that. Honestly, we made $50 yeah. after yeah. six months of work. Uh, but it was totally worth it because... When we started that, you know, um, we had bugs and issues in the voting system when we first started. Things I couldn't foresee. Again, first time doing it, you don't know. Right. Uh, but once we got all that fixed, it was kind of like a split decision between everybody in Tulsa, the musicians in Tulsa. Like, it was almost like half the room was saying, this is really cool, let's get on board with this. Mm-hmm. And the other half was like, this is stupid. There's no yeah. reason they should be doing that. Uh, but then, like you said, the night we did it, uh, which was at Whiskey 918, 
we were going to open the doors at 6 and have the show started by 7. And when we went to go open the doors, there was already a line out the door and down the street. And there were people just keep getting in line. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, we were super stoked about that because the the pre-party over at the first shop, which was like 4 to 6, was already going pretty well. I mean, they were packing that bottom floor out for sure. And then we get over to the first shop, or to the Whiskey 918, and we see people already out the door. And our first shops, people still have to come over there and get in line. Yeah. And me and Ryan looked at each other and was like, holy crap. Okay, because we knew we had sold tickets online. We had seen those sales, but we hadn't seen the sales that were going to be at the door. Yeah, and what what sucks about the first year, no one heard about it. So in the voting process, which happens, what, the previous six months before the award show? Yeah. Every time? When the voting process happens, the people that don't know about it, it's kind of too late to get in the game. And so it seemed like it started out kind of clicky. But I think yeah. that was just more of ignorance of of the event. Not a lot of people knew about it. Yeah, but, I mean, it was it was it kind of was like I said uh, when we first started it. It was all about me and Ryan telling everybody we knew, and then hoping they would say something about it and telling everybody they know. It was a right. very word of mouth thing. So it was, I'll give it that. It was kind of clicky. It was very in the know the mm-hmm. first year, and I know that uh, you know nobody likes to see their event hated on or people talking trash about it or something. The one positive that came from that though. <laughs> was all the people that were talking trash about the winners and this and that meant that the second year, people knew what was going on. There was a right. lot more involvement, and there was a lot more PR because people going on you know, news stations and people being able to advertise for the last year's event so that the response was even bigger last year, and it's going to be even bigger this year, obviously. Yeah, after they, after people actually, after our sponsors from the first year actually saw what we put on at the, at the Whiskey 918 inside with how we did the presentation and all that, uh, they were more than willing to come back the second year. Mm-hmm. So getting sponsors was a lot easier the second year, and the, the train kept rolling like you were talking about. People knew about it because uh, Andrew Micas came on board with us as our PR guy. He got us on all the news stations. He got us on the radio. And our Facebook numbers last year, I know one month we peaked at having a, a user engagement of 90,000 people. Yeah. Um, so definitely anybody last year who said that they didn't know about it or didn't hear about it, I found that a lot harder to believe because I was like, man, we had 90,000 people on Facebook in one month see this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's a, about a quarter of Tulsa's population. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly the the buzz is is getting bigger and bigger. And, and, and that's good because ultimately that means that more of the Tulsa music, more of Tulsa is getting engaged, getting involved. And thus, the all of the bands are going to be more involved, hopefully. Yeah. And also, that means that more bands get more recognition. Yeah, and we uh, we get to go to the Canes next year, which is gonna be super cool. It's gonna uh, be so April much fun. April eleventh, twenty twenty, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right now, when you're hearing this, we're uh, we're at the near we're towards the end of twenty nineteen. So the voting process is just now kind of starting and getting going. Mm-hmm. And by the time so. that this get, I I guess November, I think is our launch. So by the time that we get started here. And the podcasts are going to be launched. Doesn't that also, I think nominations get started, right? Nominations start November 1st, yeah, 2019. There you go. And it's open nominations. Anyone can vote for any band. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of, as the months go by, closer to the event, it's kind of whittled down to who's getting the most votes and, and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. The nomination process is just getting you on the ballot. Uh, and then we do the first round of voting. And then after that first round of voting, we have the final four that were left, and then you vote on them. And then at the awards ceremony, we present to the finalist winner. Yeah, and that's how the Tulsa Music Awards goes down. Um, So from the Tulsa Music Awards, which is where you went after creating the We Are Tulsa Music website, 
Where yep. did it where did it go from there? Okay, so the cool thing about the awards for me was from these nominations that people are sending in and all that, I got to see a lot more Tulsa musicians. Some I didn't know about, some I did. But I got to see a lot of names I'd never seen before. And the way I am is when I see somebody's name like that, I want to go search them. Uh, I want to find out what they play, you know, what their sound is like. And so I found out, like, I began almost, you could call it a catalog almost, of acts that had really good music and they, stuff that was available to find online. And so I started looking around at... Uh, online uh, sites that would host radio stations. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we guys started, you guys were there with me on that part of the journey. We started uh, We Are Tulsa Music Radio. And it was uh, initially, you could only get on from a Mixler, which yep. we no longer use, but it was a good start. It was a good place to figure out how we're doing this. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we started figuring things out from there. Yep, and so uh, we did that, and I found out how to add it to the website. So if you're listening to this, you can go listen to all these artists at... Uh, we are TulsaMusic.com backslash radio. Yeah, and if you are a Tulsa musician and you want to add your music to We Are Tulsa Music Radio, you can send your MP3s of your studio recordings or the or really good quality live recordings to We Are Tulsa Music Radio at gmail.com. Yeah, you absolutely can. We, uh, we've had over a thousand. Uh, submissions now or stuff i've had to find or wow. stuff we found uh we always usually ask the artists when we find stuff if we can play it on the radio but we've got over a thousand tracks on there now it would literally take days to listen to every single track that played on there if i just went from start to finish with our playlist and there's everything guys it's not just uh, any type of music it's country there's red dirt there's americana there's a few folk songs on there there's punk there's thrash punk there's metal i mean it goes on and on and on there's mm-hmm. all kinds of music um about to start getting around to doing special hours again like I was at one point. We've done punk rock power hours in the past with Christina and Justin here. People really seem to dig that. We've done uh, medicinal music uh, shows on Sundays uh, to wind down from a heavy work week. We'd play some relaxing tile music and stuff like that. Uh, and we'll get back into that now that uh, my Dixie Fest thing is over, which I've been planning for like the last three months and driving myself wild with. I've got a lot more free time on my hands, so... We'll be getting back into doing a lot of those cool shows that we were doing before. Yeah. Uh, the most recent one we did was a really cool one, was the uh, uh, Tulsa Music vs. the World. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a really mm-hmm. fun show to do. Um, that was the one where we got a bunch of our local musicians, like three punk bands, three rock bands, and three metal bands from here in Tulsa, and we pitted them against people from around the world. Yeah. And it wasn't really, there was no winner. It was just to show people how our sound compares to people from like Boston, Australia, Sweden, I think was one of them, Mexico. So uh, the radio has been a lot of fun for the We Are Tulsa Music stuff for me because it's been a good chance for uh, everybody to be able to tune in, which people still do tune in, which that's good. And th- this is where it branched off from the radio. We were doing our punk rock show, and uh, you guys were doing your show, and it would be hit or miss. Sometimes we would only get 10 people listening to our show when we were doing it live. Sometimes it was 50 or 100. Yeah. And there's still, you know, a lot of people listening to that live radio. The problem is when you try to go back and listen to it, you have to you had to stream it. And with Mixler anyway, it was kind of a, a pain to navigate through. Well, yeah. not everybody knew what Mixler was either. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's they, true. It's another thing for people to have to download, and other people, <laughs> yeah. you know, had to learn how to use it. And a lot of people are just lazy, so. Yeah, yeah I am too. I don't, don't get me wrong. That's, I mean, that was one of the things we found out with is, uh, you know, there was, we had tons of recorded shows on Mixler. Um, some of them, I don't know, I think the thing just recorded itself and put up like 
five hours of music, but there was no, we weren't broadcasting. Oh. And so people would be like, Oh, uh, that's weird. Yeah, I, I know, didn't know right? that. <laughs> it just it, went rogue and just started going. Yeah, it was like, Hey, here's like five hours of music I liked. Scary. So, mm-hmm. um, it made it difficult, like you guys were saying, for people to navigate it. And yeah. then if you wanted to use Mixler, I think you did have to download the app, which meant you had to make a username and you right. do all this stuff. And yeah, it was hard to find the download button on there and everything. Um, the, it was a great system for us to learn on Certainly. and get used to. Yeah. Because um, it was so simple to use for our end. Mm-hmm. It was just hard on the user's end to uh, to navigate it. So I'm glad you guys thought of the idea of bringing up this podcast from it. Yeah, and that's where we're getting to now. This is kind of the... Uh... The next step and, and where what you've started is us doing this podcast and um, mainly to be easier on people to stream music and listen to what Tulsa has to offer, but also we can do our multi-genre shows. Me and Christine are going to keep doing the punk rock show and um, hopefully we'll have multiple episodes a month with different genres and different DJs doing doing those episodes. And we're bringing in some more DJs, not just us three. We've got a few other people lined out, and they're going to have their own show. But mm-hmm. we're also still looking for more. So if you're in the Tulsa area and you are uh, pretty well-versed in what genre you specifically like in the Tulsa area, and you want to... Want to come on radio with us? Or yeah. a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you want to join the team, and uh, if you've got what it takes, and if you've got some time to do it... We would love to have you on board. Yeah, I actually just spoke with the uh, old Adonna Huft the other night. Yeah. Uh, banging with Miss Behaven show. Right, right. She used to do for Rock Rage. She was pretty interested in doing it, so we might have her on board, guys. That'd be great. Certainly. Yeah. We'd love to have her back. Uh, of course, we still have Dustin Duvall. Uh, he was doing the alternative rock shows on Fridays uh, back when we were still doing some of the live stuff on Mixler. Uh, so he's going to get back in the mix and get some of you guys who are doing alternative rock. He's a lot of friends with you guys, so mm-hmm. he'll be getting you in here. Yeah, yeah, and we've got um, a few other people lined out, like I said, that you know may not want to mention names yet just because uh, we're not 100% sure if they're coming through. But it's going to be cool, and I hope this uh, podcast thing works. So ultimately, guys, what are we trying to accomplish here specifically that's going to be different from the radio itself? Well, the radio obviously is just music. We used to do some interviews and live interviews on there. Uh, the only difference is I would only have like 10 minutes in between to talk with them. Yeah. Because uh, when you're listening to that radio, a lot of the time you don't have the attention span you do that you when you're specifically listening to a podcast. Like right. You know what you're getting into with that. Uh, so when you were listening to the radio, even though I specifically said we're going to have some live interviews with people... Some people would start dropping off after like 10 minutes of me talking to the bands, which was the whole point of that show anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I think what we're hoping to accomplish, at least what I'm going to hope to accomplish with my shows, is to let people know more about these artists, um, not just as what their music is about, but who they are as people. Um, none of us are rock stars or anything in these bands, but still people at shows don't always get into conversations with us. Right. Um, sometimes they think we're too busy or we you know, we don't like them or something, which is typically not the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, I mean, like sometimes people just won't come up to a band because either they think they're they're too busy that day or they're, you know, they're loading their stuff in and then they're like, oh, they don't want anybody bothering them. Yeah. Usually at a show, I don't care. If you like my music, even if you don't, even if you just think we're funny, just, you know, come up and have a conversation with me. But not everybody does that. Some people are just too shy. So I'm kind of hoping that this is for those people that are too shy to go talk to their favorite musicians or yeah. just musicians in town that they can hear what they're about and hear their stories and stuff like that. And each of our indi- individual shows are kind of going to be a free-for-all. We don't really have a guideline on what we have to do, so 
we're going to stick with our old style on the Punk Rock Power Hour where it's just us sometimes and we play punk rock songs and talk about what those bands are doing. But we're also going to have shows where we do interviews with people and maybe the guests pick some local Tulsa songs. Maybe yeah. even some uh, maybe yeah. even some live studio yeah. performances. Yeah, that'd be oh, cool. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe some studio, could... B, studio D, was that what they call it? Studio yep. B. Yeah. Studio B. We could even go to some live shows, and if we can get a good quality sound from the from the board, the soundboard there, maybe. Yeah, we tried that in the past with the radio um, mm-hmm. when we did Dixie we Fest, did Dixie Fest last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah, and we it did that didn't last come year. out terribly. Um, Jeremiah Kirby was the sound guy that night, and he hooked us into the board, and we were getting the sound from the monitors, which was pretty close to the mix outside, so... Yeah. Uh, people were pretty happy about that. Um, I know we had people who couldn't make it there because either they were playing shows or uh, like Jim Davis over at Badass Renee's wanted to hear what we were doing over there, but he had to be at there. Badass yeah. Renee's to make sure everybody was doing what they needed to do on stage. So he tuned in a few times. That went really well. So yeah, I'd love to do that again. Doing that live stuff was so much fun. Yeah. Right. Okay. What else do we want to say? So we want to tell you guys how to get red, uh, how to get a hold of us, uh, which is we are Tulsa Music Radio at gmail.com. We are Tulsa Music Radio at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, nice. That's how we use to get submissions for our radio station. But you can also use it if you guys want to schedule an interview with us. Um, obviously, it's kind of got to be on our time. Um, Christina and Justin have a cute little kid they got to take care of. Cute mm-hmm. little monster you guys mm-hmm. have. He's Squishy okay. Max. You got a lot going on with school and everything. so. Right. And I know Dustin has a packed schedule with his kid as well. So That's all right. of our, all of our, our DJs have real lives. You yeah. Know? Not just like yeah. you guys. We have, we, we also have jobs. This is, this is a labor of love and a, uh, hobby for sure. We do have lives outside of this for sure. But if you guys want us to try to come to a show, uh, again, we can't promise we're going to make it to everyone to do reviews or anything like that or talk about them on the podcast. We will try because um, we all love to go to the local shows. Uh, but, you know, we can't make any promises. Uh, we might put interested on Facebook like the 50 billion other people. But if you're a musician, you know how that goes. Yeah, and you can, yeah. <laughs> you can hit us up on that email or some people um, prefer Facebook, which you can just search We Are Tulsa Music or We Are Tulsa Music Radio yeah. on Facebook. And also on Instagram at We Are Tulsa Music. Chris, Radio is it We Are Tulsa Music on that one? Yes, it's We Are Tulsa Music on. on yeah, you guys got the you guys got we the got early, all of it. You guys got the early one on yep. that one, so we yeah. didn't have to throw radio or anything behind it. Uh, didn't we have a copycat account at one point? Yeah, yeah that was really it weird. Was, no, they are Tulsa Music or I am Tulsa Music yeah. or something was just reposting all of our stuff for yeah, us. That's so weird. That, that was, was nice the weirdest them, wasn't it? thing ever. It was weird. And they weren't even being, like, mean or anything. It was just, I don't know what they, they were, were doing. stealing everything Yeah, I'm not we sure did. what they were trying to <laughs> yeah. accomplish with that. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, they, they ended up getting taken down. So you don't have to worry about finding the fake account, everybody. That's good. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Facebook, Instagram, uh, the email you guys can get a hold of us through. And like I said, that's pretty much your means of communication. Um, if you guys want to give us an album to listen to that we can talk about on a podcast, uh, if you want to do an interview... We can try to make it to shows again. No promises on any of this. It's all, all on a regular people's schedule. Yep. Most of our, most of our free time comes on a Sunday. But I mean, if you guys know us, you've seen us all out at shows before. In fact, uh, we were all three at uh, the Black Mold Show just last week, which was oh, yeah. great. Yeah, that was a fun time. It was. That was different. Local bands having to play an all cover set when they're not cover bands. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. I've never heard of a show like that happening. They've been doing I mean, it for several years. Now. Yeah, that was the well, I mean, fifth besi- version. Yeah, yeah, besides that one show, you, you don't hear of uh, any other ones like that. No, happening. and uh, I think it's Kylie Slabby that does. Uh, Black Mold Bookings, she did a great job on getting the bands of that together, and all the bands did really good. So 
what did they have? Performances by The Strokes, mm-hmm. by The Donnas, by mm-hmm. Blink-182, and by My Chemical Romance. That was yep. what, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was super cool. So, um, like I said, guys, it's not that we don't go out to shows. It's we love going out to shows. And, you know, like I said, we just talked about one here on this first one. So if we get a chance, anytime we go to these shows, we'll try to talk about them. But let us know what's out there. Yeah. Uh, that helps us out tremendously. There's only so much you can see on Facebook in a day when... Everybody's posting dumb memes, so it gets in the way of the music. <laughs> well, let's wrap up this intro episode. We're going to uh, launch our first, you know, actual show here in a couple days, and then, um, and then just, you know, subscribe to the podcast if you if you like it in the future. Write us some reviews; that always helps us out. Yes, preferably good reviews, but you know, <laughs> um, if you want to email us and. You know, give us suggestions for stuff to do, maybe. I guess, yeah. yeah. Give us suggestions or ways for whatever. us to be involved. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe we can read your email on on the show or something like that. If it's oh my gosh, that's a great idea. That would Justin. be hilarious. You know, it'd be awesome if we had a hotline. People could call in. Ugh. Can we? Oh, can we need to get a Twitter and do like the mean tweets thing, <laughs> like uh, like they do on the Tonight Show. Yes. Uh, but no, really, guys, uh, that's a great idea, Justin. Have them send in emails. Uh, there's always something to talk about with music. Yeah. Um, whether it's you know good or bad, mm-hmm. so um, we're not we're not opposed to talking about the bad stuff that goes on either. We just need to sure. know about it because I'm Mr. Brightside. I always try to look on the good side of stuff, so I sometimes don't always see the bad. Yeah. <laughs> so ultimately, what we're trying to do with We Are Tulsa Music is we are trying to celebrate and promote the bands and musicians that are here in Tulsa because they deserve a platform and they deserve to be heard and they deserve more fans, more people in their bars and uh, listening to them play. Absolutely. That's a good way to, that's a good way of putting it right there. So there. All right, let's wrap it up and hope you guys tune into our first couple episodes coming up here pretty soon and let us know what you think. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have a great day out there.